Hi there, my name is Liz and it's a Chit Chat Podcast. Consider it as some sort of a virtual cozy space where just you and me sit by the fireplace and chat about absolutely anything, from struggles of immigration to New Year resolution techniques. Bear in mind that this is an audio version of the video podcast initially released on my YouTube channel, so the editing might not be perfect, but I hope you can forgive me. Well, in that case, happy listening! Hi everyone, how's it going? So as you can see, we've got a brand new setup because I'm in a different country. I'm now in Croatia and uh, unfortunately I didn't manage to find proper flowers. So I just grabbed some artificial ones here that were already in the apartment, but hope it doesn't hurt. Hope you're doing great because I am almost. I've been working a lot this week and it was crazy to say because I still haven't secured my full-time job, but I got the offer. I am also doing the professional voiceover for a coaching uh, coaching webinars. And it's very interesting because I got to translate something I'm genuinely interested for free and also get paid for that. And uh, also did some cooperating for my friends. So I've been working a lot and obviously we had also to explore the city because it's our first time in Croatia. But all in all, all is good. All is good. Uh, being busy kind of like, you know, hypes me up and uh, I like it that way. So another unnecessary update of my life that nobody asked for. But anyways, I'm wearing a Harvard hoodie and I did not study in Ivy League school unfortunately. I studied in King's College London. Obviously, probably it's not the best comparison, but I went to Harvard once to visit my friend. Actually, not to visit a friend. I wanted to see the university itself, and apparently my friend had a friend, and she introduced me to him, so that was nice. But yeah, that was another unnecessary uh, thing to talk about, but just wanted like to explain myself why I'm wearing something like that and I didn't go to I think like actually most people that wear you know like university logo hoodies they actually never went to that university the one wearing you know what I mean because I don't have a King's College hoodie but I studied there I have my UCLA hoodie but that wasn't like a full-time undergraduate or graduate program so that's a bit tricky. So in today's video, I wanted to talk something actually very related to university and education. And uh, I want to talk about something that I still haven't figured out myself yet. But I still want to talk about this. Because if I can earn the money, at least I can talk about them. So yeah, the topic of today's episode is the money. M-O-N-E... Why? You know, like in most American schools, they have those competitions where you have to spell out the word. I think I'll be like the complete loser because it just took me like three or four seconds to realize that why is not U. If you're a Russian speaker, I think you'll definitely get what I just said. So yeah, the money. But before we proceed, one disclaimer, one note is that if you're seeking for some real financial advice, how you should invest your money and uh, that sort of content, please go and check Warren Buffett because I'm not here to talk about that. I have no clue how to do the proper investments. The only time I did invest my money, like, I mean, stock exchange, I bought shares of Apple, Alibaba, Disney, 
Delta Airlines and something else. It was on Russian stock exchange. I lost all of my money. I mean, like, I actually didn't lose the money themselves. I just lost the access because no, now nobody is allowed to sell and buy shares, the international ones within Russia. So I'm just here to talk about the money and actually to talk about a very weird kind of like observation that I had when we played with my best friend, my boyfriend and my parents when we played Monopoly. That was two weeks ago and I made some very interesting conclusions. At least they were interesting for me. So we played, but I don't want to assign specific roles who won and who did not. I just don't want to drop the names, not to make anyone offended, at least my boyfriend and my best friend and my dad, if he's watching this or mom. Anyways, so we were playing Monopoly and I just realized that a lot of patterns that you have in real life, they tend to be projected throughout your, you know, gaming style. Basically, there were strategy. five people and everyone, each of us had different strategy. One person have studied all the rules, even the strategies. I think this person even watched some videos on YouTube, how to win in the Monopoly. Another person had actually no clue what's going on, but was trying to, you know, keep up with the pace and see what's going on whilst this person is playing. The third person knew about what's going on and not. Oh my God, it's very hard to tell without, you know, like just referring to him or her. But yeah, this person just tried to look at what others are doing, kind of like was my side buddy, so to say. And the fourth person or the fifth person, I'm confused. There was one person who won and that was my mom. And uh, first I thought like it was pretty accidental. And obviously when you play Monopoly, there is some degree of just, you know, a chance when you roll the dice and whatever comes there, you will have to kind of like deal with this, what comes afterwards. But anyways, she was the one who kept repeating like, you should be able to say goodbye to your money easily and they will come back even twice as that, the amount that you spend. Something like that. It's hard for me to translate in English, but it was the, the, the main idea was like, if you are okay with, you know, spending your money, they will come back to you in a bigger amount. And I was like, that's a pretty wise thing to say, but a lot of people, they just spend and they never earn or get their money back and they just, you know, lose their jobs, lose their families, but probably that's the extreme case. But my strategy was, I think it was kind of like influenced just because of the situation. There are a lot of, I mean, like if you're from Russia, you definitely know what I talk about. There are a lot of people like Tony Robbins, and we have even a special term for that in Russian, in Fatsagania. People who, you know, give some sort of advice how to attract relationship, how to attract money. But a lot of that stuff is very spiritual. A lot of those kind of like techniques, they do not have any scientific base underneath them. And that's the problem that a lot of people without proper education they just follow their advice and uh, they find themselves later in even worse situation that they were in before and i was playing the game like one of those who say like oh you need to be spiritually open you have to be you know this magnet for money it's all about the energy and i was playing that energy and let me tell you something i had the second place in that game so after my mom the second winner was me and i didn't know like all the properly like you know the rules of monopoly i just went with the flow i helped my friend 
twice just you know i gave her money and i think probably gave somebody else money just because they needed them at the time one thing and i think it's very symbolic that i was playing this role of you know semi tony robbins is that before we started playing i was responsible for giving out like the money distributing the actual you know notes and most of people that i played with they know that sometimes i like to bluff <laughs> I just need to do this little insert here. So by the time you're watching this, I obviously already edited this video, but I just read a really fun article about what is your go-to piece in Monopoly says about you. And obviously as a cat lover and as a cat owner, I always choose this little tiny cat to play with. And you know what? In this article, it says that I'm a total scum. And most interestingly, that I've definitely at some point robbed from the bank. And I was like, hell yeah, I did. Yeah, just go and read this article. Like, it's a really interesting addition to what I'm talking about in this episode. I like to do not good things when I play. Yeah, so I think we were also cooking at that time. And uh, like, we would try and like, you know, go back and forth to the game, to the kitchen. And uh, when I was doing that, I added extra four or five hundred Monopoly dollars. Or was the currency of the game anyway so i had extra 500 bucks and uh, probably that's something that helped me and if you're one of those who were playing with me that night i'm sorry that i did it to you i didn't win the game i mean my mom did right i still have this karma thing but what i'm trying to say with this very long and probably for you it's some sort of unrelated example is that what i can definitely say from my own experience because i remember during the covid times that's a long story coming with like no jobs available everything is closed i'm trying to find any any remote work at the same time i had a very bad argument with my parents and what i did i bought tickets to hawaii because i was like i'm leaving the u.s soon probably i will never come back but i need to see hawaii and i used the kind of like last amount that was on my credit card i went there everything was closed and i was forced not to leave the hotel and i didn't know that they like hawaii had more strict rules than we had in back in LA and I was like so confused at first like I have no money I have no job like what did I just do like am I crazy I mean like I am crazy to some extent definitely but like am I that crazy but then I come back and uh, probably I shouldn't mention this in the video because it's half not illegal but like anyways I got the money that I needed and that's legal but it's just questionable how much I received because it's not up to me who decides that but probably if you're watching this you figure out what I'm talking about uh if you did not not the point I'm just trying to say that I not even lost the money but I spent a lot of money and they came back and the same to me happened a lot of times and we talked about this multiple times with my friends that I'm the person who usually tends to save more you know like I'm not the one who spends actually a lot and this pattern is okay because I won't go and buy a Chanel bag with you know with uh, my last 10,000 euros or how much it costs but sometimes I have this tendency to be on the extreme side of saving when I like you know especially in times of anxiety like right now because of the war and stuff I tend to save a lot and I don't spoil myself with you know little gifts and because we travel a lot I think like Lizzie it's already a big gift but no it's different you have to 
you know, be able to cheer yourself up. And it's something that I'm still learning. But the main point that I'm trying to give out here is that I look at my friend's stories and I read it in most of self books that if you spend more and I mean, you know, charity, I mean, buying something for your friend, for your beloved ones or another sort of investment that you generally want to do, it pays off in the end and it's going to pay you off even twice or three times more than you initially gave to someone or to something. And it's just a reminder for myself. I think every video contains this phrase. It's a reminder for myself, but, but because it is, as I said, it's therapeutical. It's a reminder to myself that if you have the basic financial knowledge, if you have any sort of university degree, I guess, there is a high chance that you're not an overspender and you're not crazy in terms of like, you know, just spending all the money all year round and not earning anything back. The point is just like eventually everybody finds a job. Eventually everybody finds a hobby that, you know, pays the bills. And if you can't enjoy the process of spending the money to a reasonable extent, you've got a problem. And that's something that I kind of like circling back to the story with my mom who won the Monopoly. And she's definitely not an overspender. And my parents, they had their certain financial habits, so to say, that they projected onto me. And I do not agree with most of them. But what I obviously see that if you are freely giving out the money to, for example, people in need, it's what I've been doing for the past two years. It's like automatic payment to the charity that supports shelter animals. And uh, because, you know, I, I don't have this um, willpower to go on the website every time and see it for myself how those poor animals live in those tiny shelters. I just have this auto payment thing and it really helps me. And it's a tiny amount in comparison to what I spend every month on my personal needs. But I think those tiny things, they really matter. And when it comes to, as I said, cheering yourself up with some gifts for yourself or for your beloved ones, it's also very important, especially in times when things are getting really hard. It's one of the easiest, it's probably the easiest thing that you can do in times of crisis. I know like in most cases, crises are related directly to financial problems. But if you look at this from a different way, probably your financial habits were not healthy in the first place to start with. And that's what attracted this problem of financial insecurity, so to say. And um, as you've said right in the beginning, I'm not a financial advisor. And uh, probably it's something that I also have to educate myself on because I haven't figured out this, you know, money game. I'm not a billionaire yet. But you know, in this video, I'm just talking to people who are similar to me, who are, you know, if they lost their job, they try to find a new one. And at the same time, they try different things of, you know, financial kind of investments, even if they don't work out in the end, but they still try, they make an effort to try something new. And uh, at the same time, when they do not spend a lot of money on very luxurious things, they do not actually need every week. So if that's the case and you tend to save more, not to spend more, probably it's something that you should also like me to think about it because that's the energy. That's exactly what I'm trying to say here that if you spend more, it's kind of logical because when you spend more, then you need to earn more. So you need to find new ways how to get 
more money right but when you finding a new job or you know like doing some extra network with new people to find those new opportunities a lot of new doors open and uh, you can meet your next partner you can get a very interesting gig in terms of the you know starting up your new business or new hobby so all of those things they actually pay off and you some sort of like need to give out the money in advance like spend them in advance to kind of like get this credit and then be able to receive it back twice or three times more. I don't know if that actually makes sense to you guys, but I hope it does. I didn't like, you know, prepare for this particular conversation as with most of them, but I think like I've got this natural flow when I when I talk and that's why I love talking to my friends because when I talk I have some you know probably new neural connections kind of like building up in my brain and I just have this you know spontaneity spontaneity of thinking and talking and sometimes new ideas arising when I do that so in terms of the money I definitely not even believe I think everything is energy but it depends on how you deal with this and how do you define this energy because I don't want to be very spiritual in that sort of thing I love material things I'm a very material girl at the same time at the same time I think I know a lot of examples when people with no you know perfect education like this Ivy League story when they got more money than I do and it's nothing to do with you know even level of intellect in a lot of cases in most cases in western countries it has a very direct correlation and uh, that's what I think in a lot of Slavic countries we lack but in most cases being educated really helps but I think what we see throughout the past years and a lot of research kind of like tells us about that this tendency is a little bit shifting towards the emotional intelligence not the academic intelligence and when you're able to communicate on a deeper level with bigger amount of people or like better higher quality quality people I don't know how to put this correctly but emotional intelligence really help in those things especially if you're building up your own business or if you want to even try find a new job like applying on LinkedIn doesn't really help you it's better if you have someone that can reach out on your behalf to a particular person and target them specifically yeah the money the money the money I hope that I gave some weird examples stories and ideas to you and uh, and once again I'm about to finish video I have more thoughts in my head now than right before I started but probably it's good probably it's something that I have to take out from this myself and uh, to reflect on this throughout the day come back to this channel when I am a billionaire and I can give you a proper financial advice because as I said I'm still trying to figure this out but I guess if you're watching this we're in the same boat together and uh, it's the journey it's definitely the process so yeah it is as it is hopefully you enjoyed watching this video and if you have any your crazy financial financial stories stories concerning money let's put it this way feel free to write them down right in the comments down below and if you have any particular ideas for my next episodes also let me know and hope that by that time you get your next paycheck and you feel very confident and motivated but yeah until then just kisses and goodbye As I've said, thanks for watching, in this case thanks for listening, and don't forget to rate this episode if you enjoyed it. 
and I'll be grateful for any feedback that you might have for me. And talk to you soon. Bye.